Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Don, 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 Friday the 13th. And this is definitely a bad luck day for Saab. Yesterday, Saab said that a potential deal with Chinese automaker Hatai fell through when Hatai could not get the proper permits from the Chinese government. But today, Hatai says that wasn't the problem. It says the deal collapsed due to economic realities, which I will interpret to mean that Saab is out of money. Saab CEO Victor Muller said that he's got another deal pending with another Chinese automaker, but Reuters reports that other Chinese automakers deny they are in talks with Saab. Short of a miracle, this is the end of the road for Saab. And just to show you how unfair life is, Fisker, the hybrid company, which hasn't even sold one car, just raised another $100 million on top of the $190 million it raised in March and on top of the half a billion dollars the U.S. government is loaning it. In further proof that a giant oil company like ExxonMobil can make anything happen that it wants, race drivers Tony Stewart and Lewis Hamilton are going to trade cars in a demonstration run at Watkins Glen. Stewart will drive the MP423 that's the car Hamilton won the Formula One championship with in 2008. Hamilton's going to drive Stewart's current Chevrolet Impala that runs in NASCAR Sprint Cup. This reminds us of the time that Juan Pablo Montoya and Jeff Gordon traded cars back when Montoya was still in F1. But something tells me we're not going to see Lewis Hamilton racing in NASCAR, at least not anytime soon. Ford has big plans for Lincoln. According to Wards, the company's lackluster luxury brand is going through an important transition. Currently, Ford is working to right-size Lincoln's dealer network to improve throughput. That is, how many vehicles each store sells. The next step is more exciting, a product offensive. Lincoln will introduce seven new or refreshed vehicles in the next five years. And rumor has it Ford is sinking a mountain of cash into the brand to transform it into a true global luxury brand like Mercedes or Audi. Hey, maybe the world is becoming a better place. According to King 5 News in the state of Washington, troopers are doing something about drivers who poke along in the fast lane, blocking the free flow of traffic. Last month, they pulled over 223 drivers for driving slow in the fast lane. Actually, they were breaking a state law requiring motorists to keep to the right except for passing. 199 of them were let go with just a warning, and I sure hope those people spread the word because those slow pokes actually end up causing a lot of accidents. China is not the only country implementing measures to protect its domestic auto industry According to Reuters, Brazil will impose non-tariff barriers on imported cars. Import licenses for vehicles may take as long as two months to get before they were just automatically handed out. This is going to affect imports from all countries, but the new rule is really aimed at Argentina, which is where Brazil imports half of its vehicles from. The government accuses Argentina of revoking licenses for Brazilian farm equipment 
and other products. But even though that rule is targeted at Argentina, investors punished Hyundai. The company's stock dropped nearly 5% after Brazil made its announcement. And I'm sure investors are worried that other countries that Hyundai exports to may take similar measures. The head of Bosch's North and South American operations predicts that diesel cars will become more popular in the U.S. over the next couple of years. Peter Mark says that by 2015, diesel-powered cars and trucks will make up 10% of all new car sales. Currently, diesel vehicles have about 3% of the market. Over the next three years, vehicles offered with diesels in the U.S. will double from 20 right now up to 40. And I find this fascinating. That means diesels already outsell hybrids in the American market, even though there are more hybrid models available than diesels. As we showed you earlier this week, the EPA is developing a hydraulic hybrid, but actually they showed us that hybrid several years ago. And coming up after the break, we'll be talking about why it's taking so long to get to market. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability, DowAirify.com. My guest on AutoLine Detroit this week is Chris Grundler, who runs the EPA Emissions Lab. They unveiled their hydraulic hybrid a number of years ago, and I asked them why it's taking so long to get to the marketplace. When the EPA first announced this hydraulic hybrid, I want to say it goes back something like seven or eight years ago, and, and Ford was very interested, and the Eaton Corporation was interested. Mm -hmm. Eaton, I guess, has stuck with it, but Ford dropped out. Uh, so why yeah. is it taking so long to get something like this to the market or, or to higher volume? Yeah, we had a, a, a very big program with, with Ford, and, and they were very serious about it. and. Um, uh, and they made the decision that they couldn't afford to uh, pursue that any longer. If, if you remember, this was in the 2004-2005 time frame. Ford was in a pretty, pretty difficult situation, and they made the choice to um, focus on their escape hybrid, which was also in development at the same time. Uh, the technology has, has progressed quite a bit since then. Uh, it's gotten lighter. It's gotten more efficient, uh, and uh, we've we always thought that the the first application should be in these big commercial vehicles. But you know it's a conservative business, you know, particularly with respect to a series hybrid which has the biggest savings. That takes um, a certain leap of faith to uh, tell your customer that the engine's not connected to the wheels and it's, it's going to be okay. <laughs> so um, Eaton, for example, uh, has been selling uh, a parallel hybrid system which is um, kind of their first entry and it's um, not as efficient because it's a parallel system, um, but uh, so the mechanical system is still, the engine is still attached to the wheels. Uh, we have another park, uh, partner in partner in uh, Parker Hannafin, uh, which is a major hydraulic supplier and, and auto car with, with the refuse truck, and that's a full series hybrid. And uh, they're running on the streets right now in Florida, and there, there are more to come, and they're selling that product now. Chrysler is also trying to adapt that hydraulic hybrid to its minivans, and if they can package it properly, that could give Chrysler a big advantage over battery hybrids, since the hydraulic system is a lot cheaper. Hey, don't forget to check out Roundabout tonight, where they'll be talking about women in Saudi Arabia driving cars, even though it's illegal for them to do so. 
and about actor Will Smith parking a motorhome in downtown Manhattan, and about some knucklehead who turned a brand new Camaro into a rat rod. That's tonight at AutolineDetroit.tv. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Do not walk under any ladders. Stay away from black cats and make sure you don't break any mirrors because we want to make sure you get through this Friday the 13th so that we can see you on Monday. Network with top decision makers at the Ward's Auto Interiors Conference on May 17th in Dearborn. Keynote speakers are Ralph Gilles, Senior VP of Product Design at Chrysler, and Robert Gillardi, Senior Lead Designer for the Ford Mustang, plus high-level speakers from GM, Toyota, Hyundai, and more. Register now at autointeriors.com.